Welcome to the suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And this, uh, yo, man, you good? Yeah, it, 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 it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, man. And I just have to have a warrior spirit, that's all. Hello. 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 <laughs> that three stooges shit. <clears throat> that was not your note higher. <laughs> Hello. Uh. Um, just start now. I get up, I get up, I get up so high. That choir kid shit. <laughs> this is your note. <laughs> See, you had a respectful choir director. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is the note right here. Don't lose it. Sing it with me. Ah. I wish I had started recording my voice before it changed. I could sing, sing. Could you? Yeah. No, now. I could sing. No, juice be singing, and then like it changed. Like it took so long for it to change, but when it finally changed, that's when it was like okay. And that's also when I had crippling anxiety the whole time I could sing, and then I couldn't sing anymore, and it was like fuck. You know, I cannot sing in front of groups of people. Uh-uh. Unless I'm in a choir, I can hide in a choir and be like, "Damn, who's singing?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I sing I sing for small groups. I'm a tiny desk singer. <laughs> <laughs> Have your own tiny desk sessions. I'm a tiny desk singer, nigga. I can't be out here. Mm-mm. I get nervous. I can't. And then when people find out I'm I'm good. Yeah, that's when they want you to sing everything. Oh no. <laughs> Can you sing the Star Spangled Banner? Pressure. I don't need that. My nephew is singing at a, a memorial service. That nigga can sing his ass off. Your oldest one? Yep. Yeah, Noah can't hold a note. <laughs> Deshaun can sing his ass off. Noah sounded like Cooper last night when he was howling. <laughs> That's a, um, that is a handsome set of boys. I was looking at them pictures. Yeah. I was like, look at these niggas growing up. Right. Jeez. Get one more of this handsome boy. No more baby faces. <laughs> These niggas are grown. Deshaun is like tall, so much taller than me he's now. He's so tall. I'm like, wow, he's really growing into his manhood. Yeah. Why does it do that? But then when I tap on it, it'll take it. What am I doing wrong? I might be reading. And then I'm always nervous, like holding it right here, like pressing this button so I'm yeah. trying to like be careful <laughs> I get up I get up I get up so high <laughs> that's kind of dope you were in the middle of singing oh shit what I do What did I do? Where is it at? 
That is the. That's it. That's it. We lit. <laughs> okay. Put this down. <laughs> I don't know what's more dangerous Me taking these pictures And me drinking this drink Now What you need to do Is shoot when you get high Oh I'm gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> Best believe I'm gonna do that shit That's what you need to do Oh I was already gonna do that <laughs> But Today Is my 32nd birthday Bang, bang, bang. Nigga got 32 flavors <laughs> of that bootylicious bubble yum. That shit made me laugh <laughs> out loud. I could not wait for my 32 just so I can play that song. I, um, yeah, I, since I am technically a year older than you for a week, let me give you some of my wisdom. Eight in, days. In the eight days I was here before you. <laughs> You know, life just comes at you, man. You just gotta, you gotta take it. You can't. Uh, you just gotta ride the wave out, bro. It's giving me Cat Williams. Yeah, you know, you get on that horse, you gotta ride it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, today was probably my best birthday. That's good. That's what's up. Because, yo. When you hate your birthday and you're depressed on your birthday all the time, that one year you're not depressed is fucking amazing. I was depressed on my birthday last year. Nigga, so was I. <laughs> and the year before that. Yep. <laughs> year Even before though that. 30 was actually a good birthday, but I was still just like, I don't know. What is it? What do we do? I think it's just because we have those like expectations. I think that's what it was. I had no expectations for today. And it went beautiful. Yeah, I don't really have any. I think the only thing that I am trying to solidify is making sure that I can give me some crab legs. I thought I was going to get some crab legs. That's it. But being the bougie bitch I am, I did that shit last Tuesday. <laughs> so I was like, you can't just do some stunting shit on a normal day and then like for your birthday be like, I'm going to do something do special. Same, yeah. I spoil myself daily. <laughs> I was I was stuffed last week though. <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah, I can't do that shit again. Yeah, we went to the Juicy Crab. What was that? A week and a half ago, and I killed that fucking food. <laughs> it was so good. We got a new uh, Juicy place here. I saw that the Juicy Seafood mm-hmm. on University where they were going to put Crab Hut. Oh, <clears throat> that never came to fruition. Why is there so many seafood places now? It's supposed to be another one that's going to be black-owned, I think, on Meridian. What? Yeah. Shit, I guess now that more people are moving in, we have the market for those types of things. Like I said, Huntsville is is curating a little culture. Uh-huh. So, this is what's selling. Speaking of culture... That uh, issue came out today. I was getting so many fucking notifications from that uh-huh. and my birthday. Yeah, my phone died phone was twice. Up. What? Yes, phone died twice. Like it got to ten percent twice today. Jeez, a nigga popular. 
I was like, niggas love me. That shit is wild, bro. I'll be walking around here thinking niggas hate me. Oh, shit. I was getting shout outs. I got shout outs from like all my crushes. <laughs> That's where it's at. It's like all my like my middle school crushes and high school <laughs> I was threw some days out. But nah, look, bro, it's cool. <laughs> um and I did uh from my real life crush, that was cool. What are my friends talking about in their groupings? They be wilding sometimes. <laughs> I can't reveal group chat secrets on the make sure I mark that. It's a reference to Shit's Creek. Oh. The show. I tried to watch that show. I can't get into that. Really? It's it's funny, but it's like so many other shows that I got time that I need to watch. Mm. And then plus, why well, start a new show when you could just watch The Office again, which is about to get taken off Netflix? It's gonna I be on. I, H- I think I saw that. It's gonna be on HBO Max. Which what I is think. HBO Max trying to do? They trying to take over Netflix? Like HBO Max got everything in the fucking world. Yeah, I saw. But. The only thing about HBO Max that I don't, they don't have an app for. Yeah, you can't log in for like from like your phone, can you? Or you would have to do it on the website. No, you can log in from the website or on your phone, but they don't have an app for the TV. Oh. So like all my like all the other apps on there, but not HBO. Uh, now, not now. Whatever. HBO Go. Yeah, it's a lot of them. HBO Now, HBO Go. The one, what is it? This one took over for HBO Max. Is the one that took over for now. So HBO Max has like everything on it. Okay. See, I had HBO Go. Yeah, that's if you have the subscription. That's, yeah, that's if you don't have an actual. It's not through a cable provider, right? right. It's just solo through. <clears throat> but now we have HBO. But, yeah, they got all the shit, bro. And then plus Wonder Woman eighty four is going to be released on HBO now. Of course. And I mean, that, with HBO being a movie channel, it makes sense. And they have all the classic movies too. Like they have all the classic everything. I saw that uh, Fresh Prince was on there mm-hmm. after they did that. I gotta see the reunion. Yeah, the reunions right there. Uh, I haven't seen Between the World and Me. That's based on the Tony Hossie Coates book. But it has a lot of people in it. But I was like, only good vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not depressing myself on my birthday after I fought it. Not ready for that. I'm only for the good vibes, nigga. Man, how about let's just bullshit on the show today? Let's just talk about some shit that just we wouldn't normally spill. So I'm on hinge, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a transition. You're talking cash shit about hinge. You're like, well, I was on hinge the other day. Oh my God. You know, I already told you I'm not, I just can't date white men anymore. So. <laughs> Uh, for my, I, I did the key to my heart, and then I did like food. So this nigga gonna respond, white dude, and he agreed with my food choices, and then he also said, he said mine too. Dot 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 and activism. 
<laughs> the Wokies have come. This is why I'm not doing it. I can't. Like, you don't be a pick me in this way. You already on the app. Huh. You already liked my comment. Just just be cool, nigga. And I might consider it. these niggas is wilder, bro. That's it. Like, they be shooting themselves in the fucking foot, bro. Okay, but then uh, the very first quote part or comment part or word part, let's make sure we're on the same page about guess what he said? Black Lives Matter. <laughs> What in the fuck, bro? You trying to be a pick me, bro? So you only on here for black women? I mean, if that's your type, that's your type. <laughs> but you doing all this extra shit, and then of course he met Doug Jones. Who is this nigga? I mean, he might actually be an activist. He might be, but um, it's just I don't we didn't go through. I want to date a Sean King. You so well. <laughs> you don't want a little t- little talcum X babies <laughs> a shine king <laughs> I don't want to sit up with a white nigga Explain. and the conversation always be about black shit it feels like fetishism yeah like it just don't feel like that just like that's your only okay you like black women but that's your only way in like yeah you can't just exist as a white man who is is open to to being with black women in public and let that be enough like you got to do all this extra (laughs) yeah but at the same time also we have been this is a messaging thing as the black community we have also been on this whole we need white allies, so we need you white people it. to be. Yeah, I just um, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it um, like this. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it like this. Like I just feel like the first meetup would be like, "Hey, how are you? My name is so and so." So about <laughs> about George Floyd, right? Like, <laughs> like nigga, I'm avoiding bad vibes. <laughs> Yeah, it's certain shit. Besides uh, your Sean King encounter, how has Hinge been? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's been all right. I don't hate it. Um, I'm not that active on it, to be honest. Like, they actually let me know that I'm not that active on it. Um, I've matched with a couple people, but then they just didn't. They didn't make any moves, so I was like, okay, you <laughs> liked my photo, I liked your photo, and I invited you to start the chat, and now you got, now we got nothing. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think dating apps is cut out for me, because I'm just like, especially on Hinge, because it's like, you have the notification that you're supposed to start the chat. I've all... I- why you ain't said nothing? You ain't said hey. You ain't said hi, kiss my ass, nothing. You ain't say hi. 
But I, I mean, you know, whatever. It's dating apps. You probably saying hi to other people. Man, I'm trash. I think yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, that's what a lot of it happened. I was like when I really started getting into it, and I was getting actual matches. It was more so being like, okay, so I've built this with so and so. Yeah, I might have matched with this other girl, but what do you do? Yeah, like this one girl I matched with. She was so inconsistent with hers that she wasn't checking. But like every five days and then she would get back to me. So of course I'm like not a priority, so Yeah. So that's what happened with some of them. I thought this one guy was actually super cute and he looks like he I just feel like he's he's gotta be inside one of our circles. <laughs> but hey, at least you're out here, bro. You know, we'll see. Um I feel like it's better for me not to take it as seriously as I was before because that was just not healthy. Um, when I yeah, when I took your advice and I stopped taking it serious, that's when possibilities opened up. I was cheesing like a bitch, though. Like this is what I was like. Yeah, that's a good feeling. I was like, this shit's lit. Oh, so, and a midnight happy birthday text. Oh. <laughs> Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Like, uh, yesterday I was at my mom's. Like I usually do on Mondays. And then I was like, I'm not depressed and I don't want to get depressed. But I always feel like I should do like this really big day on my birthday. Because I see people do that. And I've come to realize I'm just not one of those people. I don't like to do that shit anyway. That's the other part of it. I don't like to go to no club and have pictures made and shit. <laughs> Could you see me doing that shit? Yeah, like, no, I'm not doing that. So like, why would I? Why do I feel like that's the expectation? Yeah, I'm a laid back ass nigga. I just want to hear from my friends and do dope shit. Yeah, I always want to travel for my birthday. Like my thirtieth when we went to Nashville and did um, Childish Gambino. That's a good. That's a good thirty. That's the kind of shit I like to do, and it was just four of us. Like, I thought that I used to like, um, you know, big parties and big groups, but I'm so. I think I think I only look to doing like bigger group things on my birthday when when I'm more depressed. Like I feel like I look for. I'm just like, oh, like maybe if I have a bunch of people in one spot for me, that'll turn me around and make me feel better. Right. But yeah, this year, like I'm, I'm literally completely content with going and get some good wine and going and get some fucking crab legs, getting some edibles and sit my ass at the house. Like I'm so good with that. And maybe even just sleeping. Like, (laughs) that's the ultimate happy day for me. Like, eating good, taking naps, 
drinking good, going back to bed, waking up the next day refreshed. Like that's how I did. It. Now I'm I gotta go to work tomorrow, but then I'm off Thursday. Really? Why do they even make y'all do that? That's whack. I really was thinking you were gonna be off tomorrow. I probably should have just asked to be off tomorrow. Yeah. And then I could have had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Damn, I never be thinking for I really just thought you were gonna be off. Like with you already being off Monday, Tuesday, like what the fuck is the point? He's gonna close up at eight. Oh, okay. Well that's not bad. Well but he usually closes up early on Thanksgiving Eve and but this Christmas just Eve. means you gotta work your whole shit. <laughs> but I mean at least you get off at four. Early now. So yeah. So I bust it like uh, Knock the school eight hour shift tomorrow. I don't have to go back to Friday. Tell me. Natalie gave me a post. That shit was funny. Oh wow, baby. Baby yeah. juice. Little juice. He said, Remember that weirdo that told us that he wanted to be a comedian when he grew up and he was actually serious? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that weird ass nigga. <laughs> I wonder if everybody had a period in time where they thought they could be a comedian because I definitely thought that I could be a comedian. I secretly still think I could be a comedian. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get my confidence even higher. I'll be out here roasting these niggas. I really be on Twitter like, these niggas really don't know. I'm funny as shit. Just how funny (laughs) I really am. But she said, anyway, I love this picture because it really captures us all perfectly. I hope you have the most magical and best birthday. Miss you and love you forever. Oh. You should just take a moment and read all your birthday shout outs. We're going to have the juices, 32 flavors of bootylicious <laughs> bubblegum segment. <laughs> uh, her best friend, and I love her too, uh, Rebecca. She's like, I know this is all bad news. That's an original four loco on the table. Let me see, Rebecca. Do I know her? Did I meet her? <laughs> That's the one that Chance tried to she's hit on. Cute. Yeah, she's really pretty. Chance tried to hit on her. And then she, of course, shot her down because she was like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Juice, I tried. Juice, I tried. <laughs> Chance be trying to everybody. Hell yeah. Um... I also reposted his picture that he had for my 22nd birthday. <laughs> That's my only real like birthday party. And I was fucked up. I can't actually remember the last time I had an actual birthday party. Yeah, no, I can't. I had a shot party for my 24th. Oh my god, damn daddy. Look at that widow's peak. Looking like a black Eddie Munster. <laughs> Man, I don't know why my parents used to let me out here like this. Why you look like a black Eddie Munster, though? I don't know. My head, bro, that's before I grew my head, too. Hey, but. He was like, 32 years ago, we had our first son. DJ has made me a proud father. I love you. Happy birthday. I hope this year is the best one yet. No, now? Who the fuck is this nigga? (laughs) Like, who the fuck? No, now? I don't know shit about this nigga. It's all new to me, bro. It's all new to me. Who do these random people be viewing my fleets? (laughs) All up in my fleets. 
who this is in my fleets. Oh, I don't know. I don't know these names. Hey, it's a whole bunch of old people from uh, Facebook popping up in these fleets also. I have noticed that. I was like, nigga, you haven't tweeted in three years, but you still looking at my fleets? There's three niggas that I don't know or don't follow. Yeah, he likes all of our shit. <laughs> Super fan. He likes a lot of my shit, too. I know. He likes a good 90% of my shit. I'll tweet something. I'll be like, God, did this nigga already? He'd be the first one. <laughs> Shit, he got notifications for me. The fuck? Like, this is this is what happens when you friends with Kim. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> your your fan your stands are my stands now. <laughs> fan of a fan, right? <laughs> oh, we fuck with both of them. <laughs> Listen, I I do be trying to like. Engage with I don't like to say fans Our listeners Like uh, That one lady Amanda On Twitter She always seems Really cool though Yeah she is I saw she just Graduated Or finished her stuff Yep Man that that feeling Be the best It do Oh I I remember Distinctly Because I had a December graduation too Man that finishing your shit right before holidays, knowing that you're getting ready to walk across that stage, that'd be the best holiday season is when you just graduated. I had to do another semester. I was supposed to have a December one. I was so looking forward to it. And then I had like two senior years. It's an A&M bullshit. I love, I love HBCUs, but God damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> no, same. I, um, I was done in 2012, but my degree... Says 2014 because I had one more class to take after that I didn't end up taking until <laughs> they almost didn't let me do student teaching my last year because I had to take two other classes that they hadn't counted for in my uh, what's it called like student like your senior year when they do the account make sure all your credits are lined up because one of my classes didn't transfer. I took tennis at Gramlin, and it was a two-hour course, and it only counted as one at A&M. Yeah, that's... Right. So, I was like, I know I'm going to get A's in this class, in these classes. Like, it's only four classes. Like, please just let me take this shit. So, I had to do all this. Go talk to the registrar, registrar, override, get signatures here, talk to your advisor, see what they say, yada, yada, yada. Do all that. Did the override. Took the easy classes. Did what I needed to do. But it was one of them. One of them, I think I ended up getting a B. And it still put my GPA behind like point something points. And I was like, so I had to take one more class (laughs) and get an A just for my GPA to be satisfactory for me to get the fuck out of there. That's that bullshit. (laughs) That's that bullshit they be putting me through. And I'm just like, bruh, well, I'm walking because (laughs) my family is coming and... Right. My name is on the graduation papers, which mean they gonna call it. So here we go. This is it. Right. But yeah. I um so I had to take a health class to make up for that, which uh physical education was like, that's fine. Because I was an education major anyway. So they let me take that course while student teaching. And I had to take I can't remember my last poli sci class. I think it was 
local government. That class is hard as fuck. Uh, like, I was so stressed out from student teaching and shit. That was probably the lowest grade I got in a poli history course. I got like a 70-something. Mm. And I was like, like, I wasn't going to classes because all the classes were during the day. So I would go to the department head and take the class with the sec. I mean, uh, take the test with the secretary. Uh, my professor just let me go. That's really what that shit was. They pulled some strings. They were like, he's about to be done. Let's just get his ass out of here. Cause they were like, he, I was like, I appreciate it. I really do. Nigga. It's crazy. How many people have those kind of graduation stories though? Or, last semester stories like it always be some bullshit i wonder if they just do that just to make you work through it because it seems like that's what they do because i I know too many people who last semester was just like bullshit yeah because i technically had 18 no i had 19 hours that's what it was that's a heavy so i had student teaching and i had four hours on top of it wait I had five hours on top of it. Jeez. So, yeah. I think my heaviest semester was an 18-hour semester. Um, They only recommend 12. The max you're supposed to do is 14. But I got an override to do 18. And that shit was hell. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Try to get out. My mom said that she took, like, this is back in the day, of course. She took, like, three, like, I think she said for two years straight, she took 19 hours. Mm-mm, not two years. Oh, I haven't. She had my sister, too. No. I was like, damn. So she had my sister. She was working on campus and was having 19 hours. I was like, they wouldn't let you do that shit now. Because they'll, they'll be worried you're going to lose your fucking mind. Oh, hell no. But yeah. It's mm-hmm. just... Ooh, man. Flashbacks of school. <laughs> Bruh. I don't miss it. Me neither. I righteously don't even miss, like, the parties and shit. It was too wild. I just see some crazy shit. It was wild, and honestly, that was probably... That was probably the biggest part of my depression as an adult, I feel like. Yeah. Was in college. Because just like it was, it was so many like polar highs and polar low. Like everything was so dramatic. Nothing was just easy. No, it wasn't. Nothing was streamlined. It was either super lows or super highs. Yeah. And like, I don't know, my self-esteem was terrible. And every little, little things would just like push me over the edge and just like, yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> right because when my when my karma start racking up and adding up and really really manifests itself ho's gonna be mad 
And when their karma bites them in the ass. Oh. What? Who is that? Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> what the fuck? The singer. No, I'm just saying. I knew she had lost weight, but damn. I thought she she been continually losing weight. But she's also one of the people that at any size she gonna look fine as hell. <sighs> but that's wow. That's like Adele. Which Adele now has gotten her weight to where it looks good. It looks big, yeah. Cause at first I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh no. People always get so mad when you say some people look uh, bigger, like look better, uh, bigger. But I don't know how that's. People just hate fat people, really. But I don't even think it's um. It's not even so much that they look better, bigger. I think sometimes it's just like that initial drastic change is just not easy to take. Like no, but I'm saying like when people like when they have that drastic change and then they look like shit. People are like, oh, they look amazing. We're like, oh, yeah. Do they? It's like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. She was. A- you just saying what you think you're supposed to say right. for somebody who lost weight. Like, whenever I lose weight and these hoes gonna start acting crazy, like, look, I was fine <laughs> when I was bigger, too. Y'all niggas just didn't appreciate it. So get the fuck out of my Your way. Your fault. Right. Once again, <laughs> joke's on you. Like, once again. <laughs> You brought this on yourself. Jokes on you. We should put all this shit out because the niggas that we talking about definitely don't listen. <laughs> Just have a feel reading session. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck this nigga. <laughs> the title just be juicing Kim and a bottle of Jack. <laughs> and a bottle of rum. I can't wait to look at these pictures again. <laughs> I bought a camera for myself and I love this shit. We're going to start doing video and shit <laughs> when you were playing with. <laughs> Are oh, we going to talk about the verses? Oh, yeah. Got to take the uh, lens off. I was going to say, what is going on? But I literally just saw you with the lens cap on. I get up. I get up. Okay. So. Last Thursday. There was a battle between. Uh. Snow Cone <laughs> and Guwap. That is the highest rated versus ever. La Flair. They said it had better rate ratings than the VMAs. Damn. I mean, and it, the boys. It was a lot of niggas. Yeah. Also, it was a lot of. I noticed a lot of. It was several things that I noticed. Oh, I made notes too. Sometimes it pays to be a nerd. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let me just write some notes while I'm sitting here at work. Also, it pays to have office to work in an office because you can use all of the supplies. Oh, definitely. I be getting pins and everything. Okay, first off. I did feel like I was in a hood ass club in college again. 
Because that is definitely the music that was playing in these hood-ass clubs. It took me back to uh, Tuskegee days. It's like just just being in some sweaty-ass fucking uh, club. The other thing is, like, that was the turn-up music for, like, when we were in college. We started college, for people that don't know us, in 07. Fall 07. And that was the heyday of Gucci. That's before he even went to jail. And then he got out. Man, I just remember them snowman shirts. Yeah, that was high school, too. That's the other thing. It was high school versus college. Because mm-hmm. high school was Jeezy with the snowman shirts and everything else. And then college was Gucci getting turned drunk, hanging with niggas. <laughs> Every time I hear Gucci, I think of uh, when Terrell would come back here and we'd just be riding around doing dangerous Terrell shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci is always playing in the background. I can see that. Like... That's just how man, that shit is just wild, bro. Everybody was talking about it at the end too, like, look at these niggas that have came so far, they was beefing for so long. And then they, you know, came in and came together and blah blah blah. And I'm like, they didn't Let's I mean, let's talk about the elephant fucking around. Just cause they play so icy does not mean it was not a, a truce between the bloods and crips, my nigga. Definitely not. Yo. I was vibing. I was having a wonderful time. <laughs> just listening to music. Like, oh, okay. This, like, it wasn't even a battle at some point. It's just like me reliving my high school and college days. Be like, I remember listening to this song. Getting drunk. Like the first time we were listening to Wasted and shit. And then he dropped the song that I didn't. I don't know why I didn't think. That he was going to play that song. I have no idea why I didn't put it past Gucci to play Truth. We had just talked about this shit. Like, he going to play it. It's a lot of shit Gucci didn't play. A lot of shit he didn't play. But I'm surprised about the one song he did choose. (laughs) But then he played, like, songs that he was featured on, too. Yeah. Which was weird. And then for him to not do... um, Why is the name escaping me? Mulatto just remixed it. Yeah. Uh, um, Freaky Girl. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so That's you're doing a... features, so he must gonna play Big Lotto remix with him on it. And then he didn't do either one. He didn't do the uh, the OG or the remix. So, so I was I, like... I was in the barbershop, and niggas was like, Gucci should have so let me have play his playlist. I would have won it for him. Like, his fans would have won it for him. Jeezy was playing the shit like, yeah, I know this shit gonna hit. Gucci was like, y'all gonna listen to this shit. Right. I want y'all to listen to this. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what you think about it. Yeah, Gucci was not approaching it in the the round for round uh, approach. He was just like, I'm just gonna play the shit that I want to play. It was almost like he had Period. never seen a versus. He probably hasn't. Yeah, I can't see Gucci looking on his phone. And then also, like... In the beginning, he wasn't going to do it. 
No. So what was it? Did anybody ever say like originally it was going to be Ti versus Jeezy? Yeah, but did anybody ever say why he changed his mind or like I'm not sure why. What happened? Did people just start being like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like it should have been Gucci or did they ask Gucci first and he declined? So then they Some, got Ti. One person had a theory that it was supposed to be Ti and Lil Wayne coming down like for it. Hmm. And which Lil Wayne or Coonchie, as we've called him on here. <laughs> Lil Coonchie. Lil Coonchie, baby. Um take take away all the coon shit. Nobody can battle Lil Wayne discography wise. These are facts. Only God tier level MCs can do that. Okay, and I like- mean Hove. And Kanye. And then too, a lot of people were just like, imagine imagine doing a versus with Lil Wayne and he just play your song. He just play his version of your song. I'm like, <laughs> like Lil Wayne just battle Beyonce and be like, well, let me play my version of Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> like he do got the remixes on that. But I was minding my business. I had to fight his ass. And then this is what happened put that after. Ass in the dirt. <laughs> Smoking on Pookie Low tonight. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Ooh. <laughs> send some more. I'm going to send them the same way. In a box back to you. Are you doing Free kill. Talking? Free on, kill. Man. I'll tell you what, though. See, when I even called you and extended this invite, my nigga, I did it as a real man. <laughs> hey. The, all right. It's so complex. For one, because like on one hand, you like, man, that shit is fucked up that he just talked about homies, homeboy. Very fucked up. But Jeezy sent that nigga. True. <laughs> and as a Southern man, if you defend yourself, I ain't got no issue. That that's hey, that's Southern hospitality. <laughs> You bust, you busted trying to kill me or st- uh, rob or steal from me. You gonna have to go dig your partner up because he can't say shit. <laughs> and if you're looking for your boy, I'll be in zone six. Man, that shit was so unnecessary. That was some wrestling shit. But like, bro, I wish you could have seen my face when it was happening. I was like, I'm sure everybody's faces was like trying to run it back. How? Trying to find it on YouTube. The other thing is, this is happening in Magic City. How scared do you think the people that were in Magic City were after that happened? Imagine the amount of security. It ain't no fucking telling, bro. Because you know them niggas probably didn't get pat down. So you just never know what's going on. Like, that's some shit that if that happened to any other club in Atlanta, niggas would have got shot. Them niggas went to the compound afterwards. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Which means that they knew the whole time that they were going to do this fake, let's come together bullshit. In wrestling, they call it kayfabe. Right. Where you just... uh the storyline is different from reality. Mm-hmm. So after they announced it, it was at the compound. I was like, yeah, this shit was all bullshit. And then they showed the compound 
And for one, when they said meet us at the compound and you just told that to two million people, you got to be the dumbest motherfucker walking to do that in the pandemic. Did Jeezy actually go? Yes. See, I didn't think Jeezy was going to go. I thought it was going to be a they get there and it was just going to be Gucci and his his goons. Jeezy likes to drink. Jeezy likes to smoke. <laughs> Jeezy likes to mix Arm and Hammer with his coat. Of course, Jeezy's going to be at the uh, compound. But Jeezy is a reformed man. A real man. <laughs> that real man was up at the compound. Too. He a real Atlanta man. Atlanta niggas is just different, bro. Somebody was like, Atlanta might really be Wakanda, and that's why these niggas is wild out. <laughs> they got advanced medical something. Something. <laughs> they showed that compound was packed. packed. Not a mask and fucking Scarily packed. I didn't see a mask in any of them black Nobody faces. Nobody wear masks in the club. That's why I don't go. First of all, you going to the club. You clearly don't care about Rona. Why would you wear a mask? This is true. It don't make no sense, but it's true. Speaking of, uh, we were talking about somebody. They It's natural. It's That's there. why I don't put my personal profile shit in my dating profile. Because I'm just like, you don't need to get to know me through my social media. Like, I'm not going to tell you about the fucking podcast so you can just listen to shit. <laughs> No. So I'm surprised that shit didn't backfire with a current situation. Cause I I be saying some wild ass fucking shit. They'd be like, man, I would never date this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck no. Like that nigga, that nigga juice, juice be wildin'. Juice crazy, bruh. That's a fuck boy. Bruh, I, I am a fuck boy, but it's just I'm I try to be as honest as possible. I ain't out here trying to act like I ain't putting in practice my fuckboyness. I'm just <laughs> keeping this shit on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's crazy that he popped up. iPhone, if you hear me. Apple, if you hear me. <laughs> Send me some money. <laughs> Run me my coin. Clients, business. Gifts. Well, gifts. <laughs> More gifts. <laughs> Gift cards. <laughs> what were we talking about? Man, fuck that shit. Talking about the niggas at Compound. Yeah. Uh, coronavirus clubbers. Corona Central. Coronavirus. Yeah, man. Nah, if you if you going to the club during the panoramic, <laughs> you don't care about no fucking. <laughs> you don't care about not the panoramic. <laughs> The pan pan. Uh, the panty. Damn, no. I'm never going to a packed club. Fuck no. I ain't going to nothing more than what we went to last week. And that, that was, was scary. Enough. That was enough. <laughs> Well, yeah, this album's pretty crazy. Like, it's got Earth Gang all over it. It's got Black, J.I.D. A part of me kind of don't fuck with them Dreamville niggas. Not on, like, no principal shit. It's just, I'm not a J. Cole stan. 
And you're either a J. Cole stan or you're not. Yeah, I wonder what, what that is. Like, <laughs> why is it so polar? And it, I wasn't like that because I love, I used to love J. Cole. When he first came to A&M for that show, I was like, yeah, front row. in college. Because that was right before Friday Night Lights came out. And when, Cole was that nigga. Friday Night Lights is still hitting because I listened to Home for the Holidays the other day. A jam. Yeah, that's very nostalgic. That is a winter break classic. Yeah, no, college. We used to go up for J. Cole and then I don't know what happened. It's, it's, it's like the niggas that were super stands in college remained super stands. And then these young kids, like J. Cole was the first real rapper to them. I look at J. Cole though almost like a. Uh, how I look at Nas, I love like Illmatic and stuff, but Nas's fans be making me be like, like Nas fans make you nauseous. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's like they act like they just bypass all the legit like critiques against Nas that he makes up shit. <laughs> That he's iffy. He has the worst beat selection. Mm-hmm. Like he got lucky with Illmatic, but after that, it's hit or miss. And then they always try to say that Ether is better than uh, Takeover, which is not true. So with J Cole fans, the thing I don't like is when they act like you have to be super. Uh, uh, you have to. What they say, you have to be a certain level of intelligence to understand J. Cole. It's like, nigga, this this man made a song about an abortion. <laughs> that, yes, he's not woke. 50 11 times right. in a row. He's not woke. Now we just like J. Cole uh, as a civilian. I think, or at least me, I I think I prefer him as a civilian over an artist right now. I like the concept of J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I like I did like Kids on Drugs though. K.O.D. That album was that's my favorite J. Cole album. Which mm. niggas always be like, I don't remember that album. That's the one that had uh, count them up, count them up, count them, uh, up, count them. I don't think I was actively listening to him. It was like three albums. Three years ago. When that came out. Forest Hills Drive is a classic. I'm not going to act like it's not. That's an iconic album cover, That's too. That's the one. <laughs> but that is the one. It's just... The tide turned when these young niggas came of age, and that was their first real rapper. Yeah. And then it soured us. It's just like white kids on the internet ruined Eminem for me. I don't even think anybody ruined it for me. I just... I don't know. I just naturally lost interest or not even lost interest i just wasn't i mean even i don't know honestly even in college like yeah he was cool he was dope we like to listen to him but i still wasn't like seeking his music out and listening to his albums over and over and over like i was with with kanye and fucking jay-z and the other thing is among hove stands a lot of former Hove stands became J. Cole stands. 
I noticed that. Because, I mean, he was under Hove, of course, and Hove is his favorite rapper. So it was a natural progression. It's it's one of those weird Twitter things that you really can't explain. Like, you ever think about that? Like, the Twitter stuff that doesn't make sense anywhere outside of Twitter. Like, what's another example? I had to explain to my mom the cake thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. About everything being cake. Because she had never heard of that shit. It's just some stuff we know as native uh, Twitter people inherently. Or like the Jason Derulo is falling down the steps at whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I always laugh at that. <laughs> it's so cheesy and lame. He's cheesy and lame. Jason Derulo is what white people think usher (laughs) that's tragic we gotta put respect on usher's name bro definitely can't compare jason derulo to fucking (laughs) usher jason derulo i hate jason derulo that's a nigga i hate i don't anytime i've never listened to a jason derulo song on purpose me neither. Come to think about it, and even when even he was when, popular and his shit would be on, I hated that shit. Like that What You Say song? I hated that song from Ugh. the beginning, and white people blared the fuck out of it that. It was so played out, but then when I realized what song that was coming from, I was like, the OG shit is so much more vibey than this. Yeah. He was just way too bubblegum pop for me. He was he was he was he what, was Disney pop. Yeah, he's what we call an industry plant. <laughs> I li- I used to listen to Imagine Heap. I used to listen to that song all the time. Who is an artist that you fell off of that you damn near stand at one point? Ooh, this is what I was going to talk to you about. But, I mean, you can answer that if you want. I just remember what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Melanie Fiona. What happened? She, just, she had a baby and stopped making music consistently. Or at least stopped putting together bodies of work. She'll... She'll drop a single or like a YouTube video singing or something, but she ain't put on no album since 2010. It has been a while. Because she used to have a lot of guest appearances and everything, but I haven't. I haven't yeah, it's been about college. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The 10-year anniversary of two big albums of our generation were the other day. One was The Pink Print, and the other was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Pink Friday. Was it? Oh, yeah, Pink Friday. Pink Print was, um... Is that the... That came after. Yeah. That's it. And then she did Pink Friday Reload. I was a Nikki. No, but I was saying, uh... I, I knew... The orders of the pinks. The the subtle thing is, this is just to any artist that may listen. 
don't keep renaming your shit. <laughs> pink this, pink yeah. that, pink reloaded, pink blah, blah, blah. It does blur the lines. Pink, oh, I, I remember why Pink Print, because that was the album where she was like, I'm certifying that I'm like on my hove shit. That's why it's stuck in my head. What do you mean? Blueprint, Pink Print. Oh, well, I never made that connection. Like that, like she in the press running up to it. That's what she was. I wasn't a Nikki stand, but I've always respected Nikki. I mean, I, honestly, it ain't too many niggas that's the female rapper, female songstress fans. I mean, I know there yeah. are some of y'all, but a lot of y'all don't be standing women the way y'all stand men. Definitely, that's definitely true. Um, Nikki. Earned every nigga's respect though on Monster. For sure. Everybody can spit that bar. I mean, that verse. Should have earned it before then with Roman's Roman's Revenge with Eminem. But didn't that come out the same, like, same week? It was on, uh, I don't want to say the same week. Did my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy come out the same week as Pink Print? I think it did. It was within a week or two. Because my beautiful Dark Twisted Fancy came out the 22nd. I thought you were about to say Nikki and Drake, but you talking about Nikki and Kanye. Mm-hmm. I think they came out the same. Pink Friday. Let's see what day it came out. I'm pretty sure. Also, the other thing about dates. Then, yeah, it came out the exact same day. Oh, well. I knew it was something. Every now and then, there's a, a day that'll have multiple legendary releases. Uh, Wu Tang Enter the Thirty Six Chambers came out the exact same day as Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest, and I think Doggy Style came out later that year, if I'm not mistaken. Doggy Style came out around this time, ninety four. Could you just remember years? Because there's no way that you were listening to that when you were six. Yeah. I, the other thing about me is, uh, like the last two years of middle school, I didn't listen to any rap. And so I went back and dug deep in my rap history. And that's where I gained all that part of my. But yeah, Pink I mean, Friday. It's just part of your memory anyway. Yeah. Like, I can tell you a time frame mm-hmm. <laughs> of an album that I listened to or loved, but I, I'm not like, oh yeah, this album was in 1997. It's just more so just learning to put stuff in line. It's easier to remember. It's only history shit. But anyway, uh, Pink Friday came out the exact same day as my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Which is crazy. So um, I feel like I definitely listened to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy first, though. That was an anticipated album. Not to say that Pink Friday, of course, wasn't, because it was, because she had gotten the Lil Wayne cosigns and everything, and then hell, by the time everybody listened to Monster during Good Fridays, they were like, "Okay, oh, hey, Nikki's the shit." Yeah, Nikki was definitely in her bizag. In her Birkin on that one. I 
I'm pretty sure I can wrap her whole verse. Of Monster? I used to know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy from head to toe. Oh, I can I can spit that entire song. Everybody's verse. <laughs> I'm with you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, play that shit. Let me see. <laughs> College. That's crazy. But yeah. So Nikki was becoming a legend. Kanye was solidifying his legendary status. Kanye Kanye was definitely already a legend at that point. Yeah, but he had once to, he put out Runaway, I feel like we knew. Yeah, but when he put out all the Good Friday tracks, that's what it was like like okay, this thing is in his fucking bag. But that nigga was on top of the world in 2010. Fashion. His looks then are still dope. He had Amber Rose on his arm. He was making the best music of his life. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, other people were talking about it, too. They were like, 2010 Kanye is the best version of Kanye. By far. Yeah, for sure. He's most he's his most creative. I mean, that's why I will always say my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is his best for me. Yeah, like <clears throat> no question. My beautiful dark twisted. I always got to preface it that yeah, I'm a stand. It's one of the greatest albums of all time. Like, and I don't mean like top fifty. I mean, Rolling Stone got him at seventeen. I think that's a little too far. He's top ten. I agree. But it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, he's such a dick. (laughs) And he's done so many harmful and hurtful things since then that we, you know who should be the Super Bowl halftime show? There's no reason why Kanye West shouldn't have it. Except for Kanye West is Kanye West. You can't give that nigga a live fucking mic in front of everybody in the fucking world. He's the only nigga that's got enough hits that could do it. But he'll never get that look. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.